Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph. As a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure, I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance. And I call that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. Assalamu alaikum family, peace, healing, and light, and welcome back to another episode of Healing with Angelica's podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And if you are new to the show, welcome beautiful souls. On today's episode, I have an amazing guest joining me today, my brother, Anthony Muhammad, as we will be discussing today's topic, perseverance. Anthony, welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing fine by Allah's grace and mercy. I thank you for uh, considering me, having me on your show. And, uh, you know, I'm just ready to uh, uplift the people with what it means to, to persevere through situations as we definitely need in this time of day. Yes, yes, yes. All praise be to Allah. We definitely do need that. I am so excited to be talking about this particular topic, perseverance. Now, before we get started on today's episode, do you mind letting our audience know just a little bit more about you? Yes, man. My name is Anthony Muhammad. Uh, I'm located here in Miami at Mosque number 29 here in the seventh region of the Nation of Islam. Uh, and I'm a recording artist. Um, I also teach online. I host a show called The Next Generation. Uh, and uh, you can follow that at seventh region TNG. I uh, also have a platform called Brain Food TV. Uh, and, you know, I'm just here as a servant to the people, as a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan under the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yes, yes, yes. All praise be to Allah. Thank you so much for that, Anthony. Now, let's get started on today's topic, perseverance. For better understanding, let's define what perseverance means. Perseverance is being persistent and doing something despite difficulties or delay in achieving success now i know that i am not the only one that may slack off at time and become doubtful stopping myself from being persistent <laughs> some may call it laziness lack of faith unmotivated but in the context do the situation that we go through causes one to lack more perseverance than others 
And that brings me to my first question for you, Anthony. Now, before we got on the show, um, I was inspired from your incident that I want to say you had two years ago. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, Your incident that you had two years ago and just how you were able to continue to have such a strong attitude and strong demeanor even through that time of difficulty and unease. So if you don't mind sharing us your healing journey with the situation that you had experienced uh, two years ago. Right. Um, Well, first I can start off with just explaining the situation in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, We were recording a music video uh, on a boat and, you know, everything was going very well. And, um, we entered a, a, a gas dock to where, you know, they wanted to fuel the boat. And as we left that dock, we sort of started to smell gas, but we're no boat experts. And we just left, left the uh, gas port. So we, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, okay just to assume that it was just, you know, from refueling on gas. Um, and, you know, as we were chilling and continuing with the video, um, you know, out of maybe 16 to 17 people, that were on the boat, I was affected the most by it. Uh, I was actually closest to uh, the engine hatch. Um, And so, you know, as it was happening, we can go into more detail throughout the show, but uh, uh, you know, people were jumping into the water and uh, it was just one of those kind of things to where you just had to uh, preserve your life. And I can't swim. And so I was just, uh, so my (laughs) my safety was prayer and, 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 searching for our lot to send something my way to where I would be able to survive that. And lo and behold, he did. And, uh, you know, there's nothing that I won't believe that he would do for me today uh, mm-hmm. through a situation like that where, you know, you feel as if uh, you don't know how permanently damaged you're going to be. But uh, Allah is is one who is the healer of all. Um, and so uh, today I, I'm standing in front of this camera Um proud of who I am and proud of what I came through in that situation yes 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 I love it now um (laughs) I forgot to actually get because I wanted to actually get the get the photo of the before and after because you look amazing like from that from that situation and I've seen it how um it affected your face and um just how you look now like it's like what that that happened to you? Like oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, yes. So um, I want to know, like, through just having to experience. Well, let me just ask you: um, What were the injuries that you sustained um, after that? Well, during that incident, right? So I had um, first degree burns on my face and. Um, in my hands and then second degree burns uh, on my legs, uh, but just the front of my legs. Um, And really, you know, what helped me understand what it means to get through that time is one situation even involving um, something that uh, brother student minister Nori went through uh, to where uh, he went through a situation where he was trying to protect the community. Uh, He ended up getting beat by some gang members and uh, he was almost unrecognizable and uh, the minister came to visit him and told him that Allah would heal him and that he would be a great minister one day. 
And so I was just trying to stand on the shoulders of those who have went before us and mm. just knowing what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has been through, um, it gave me the perseverance to push through because, you know, number one, I was, um, I was uh, at the age of three, uh, I developed type one diabetes. So I always mm. sort of been going through like uh, health adversity and things of that nature. And so it allowed me to be strong enough to know that uh, I would be okay through the situation. And as it was happening, you know, uh, yeah, adrenaline is rushing through you. And, you know, as I'm on the boat, I'm just praying to Allah. I was telling him that I'm grateful for whatever life I do have if I didn't make it off the boat. But it was just so lucky that uh, we were in the middle of a marina. And mm -hmm. so all of I'll just say it, you know, uh, a bunch of rich people with big, humongous, giant yachts, uh, and they had speedboats attached to it. And about three of those speedboats came rushing out to um, the boat. But, you know, as a soldier in the FOI, I was to make sure, because it was black women, black men on the boat, I made sure that they got off because um, that's just how we are, you know, sacrificing for our people. And, um, you know, I didn't know the severity of what was going on. It's sort of, it, it's, 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 when it's happening, you really, it's hard to believe that it happens mm -hmm. like that, right? Because um, even as the hatch door to the engine, I could just remember in slow motion, because it happened all in a split second, but I can remember in slow motion, seeing the door fly into the air and the, in the like engulfing flame, like coming right behind it. And uh, it was nothing I could do at the moment. And once it had happened, I was just like, hmm, that just happened? Like in my own yeah. head. And I was just like, and I started to smell the burnt hairs on my in my nose. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And I started to, I could literally smell the burning kind of. Uh, and um, as I said, as adrenaline was rushing through me, you know, I felt it was very painful, but it was, it was bearable enough for me to get up and jump onto the speedboat that they had mm. brought. Um, and, you know, as I was getting, uh, uh, or as, as we had docked on land, I was walking up this ramp and uh, I see my friends who had swam too short. They almost didn't, they, you know, a lot of people don't understand how hard it is to swim through that massive amount of water. Mm -hmm. And so, they were kind of uh they had swallowed a lot of the water so they were kind of throwing up but my my one of my closest friends he was crying and looking at me and i just looked at him and i was like i'm gonna be all right bro and just like kept pushing and he's just looking at me like man and so you know uh this uh police officer who had been in war before and had suffered a similar uh situation uh he carried me to the ambulance and uh, from there on, it was just about persevering and not, you know, making the worst out of the situation. Because mentally, if you're going to get through it, you have a decision to make. You could either mm. uh, be strong about it or you can uh, subdue yourself to what it means to feel sorry for yourself. And at that time, I knew at the end of the day that wouldn't have helped me in the first place. So, mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, soldier, you are praise be to Allah. God, I just love the fact that, like, because when you're in that moment, mm -hmm. it's like you, you, you really, I mean, you're in the valley of decisions. Like, okay, I can, I can be weak or I can be strong. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because I mean, even though 
um, I'm, of course, you said, you know, you didn't really know the severity of the situation at that time. Right. But you knew at that time that, oh, I need to make sure I get the, you know, these people on the boat. Like where your mm-hmm. mindset was not even thinking about yourself, but just thinking of others and how your heart. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. It's just so beautiful. Okay. Praise me too. Well, yes, I, I just love that. I love that because. <laughs> It takes a strong, a strong, strong person to even see in that situation where death was uh, looking like at your door. Because, you know, I mean, that was, you know, Mm -hmm. you still was in this attitude of just gratefulness and attitude of serving. Mm -hmm. And I love that. All praise be to Allah. You know, you know, one thing I try to do is be obedient to the perseverance and pay attention and keep my eye on the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan because uh, he always talks about if you're gonna if you're gonna die at least die a man and uh, go out <laughs> with strength and um, you know because what's the point of going out weak if you can go out strong okay you know? so so that's one of the things and one thing that I started to notice about the reality of the situation is when brother Nuri brother student minister Nuri Muhammad texted me and he talked about how this process that I was going through was like a process of eliminating transgression from my life toward Allah. And mm-hmm. that through this, if I got through this, that there really is no situation that I could possibly think about that could happen in my life to where I can say that I'm going to give up on this mission or go anywhere. Because after you go through something like that and you don't blame Allah for what happened and you understand the direction that he's trying to pull you into, um, and as this, as the minister said, even in this last Savior's Day lecture, uh, mm-hmm. he said hard trials are necessary for change. And so everything that I have received after that moment has just been a blessing. Uh, and it hasn't come easy. And I think that he's showing me through the process of resurrecting our people that what you expect from it isn't going to necessarily be what you're presented with to be successful but you have to use what you've been given and as long as you're still alive that you can still persevere through anything that's in your path Mm. Mm, mm, mm. oh my gosh like this is i'm sorry you guys this is the type of like conversations that I love. This is why I have this podcast. This is why I, I, I get people like you on here just to tell your story and just talk about things like that because it's hard for people who 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 have been through things like that, things like this, and knowing that you know struggle is ordained. That right. you know we are going to have to keep struggling to be made in perfection. So knowing that and understanding that is why we should also as well know how what to do and the type of attitude to have That's when right. you are going through that struggle, that that bad situation or et cetera. Right. So right. praise be to Allah. Yes, oh man. <laughs> and you know what really, what, what else helped me pull through? It was just certain situations in which God was letting me know that it was his divine intervention because somebody came into my room once and told me, you know, you know, you're going through this, but somebody in the other room was drunk last night and they jumped into a pool and broke their neck and now they can't, now they're paralyzed in the next room. And I said, oh my goodness, you Mm. know, I said, oh, well, it looks like I have, I may have the ability to 
uh, recover from this. And no matter how painful it seems, that somebody may have gone through something harder that day. Uh, and you have to be grateful for what you do have at the end of the day. Um, and just through the whole process, and as we get through the questioning, I think they would pop up in my mind, just the experience through uh, the hospital experience. It was just, uh, uh, it was something. It was a lot showing me that it's only him that uh, yeah. was able to get me through that time uh, due to the circumstances. But, you know, I'll let you, you know, uh, we can get into the circumstances uh, uh, as we go on here. Well, yeah, I mean, well, let, if you don't mm -hmm. mind, let's talk about how was your experience once you was in the hospital and then you realized that, whoa, I just been in a freak accident. Like, right, right. What was like, how was that? Uh, well, first, um, first, I didn't even recognize that I was airlifted to the hospital that I woke up in um, because the last thing I remember was getting morphine and they put in a tube down my throat to make sure that I was still able to breathe. Mm -hmm. And um, they put me to sleep and I was at, at a new place. And so, and, and the, the doctor had mentioned something about somebody being airlifted from the situation or on the news, they talked about it. So I'm like, who got airlifted? <laughs> my doctor came in was like, you got airlifted. And I seen the picture <laughs> and I seen the feet and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, those are my feet right there. <laughs> and I just look, I'm like, okay, wow. Um, mm. Well, I guess that happened. And um, so when I got there, um, I would like to say this. Florida care in general, uh, operating businesses in Florida, they sort of lack professionalism at times. Mm. Um, because it's so overly populated that I think that the workers get overwhelmed with what it means to personalized care for people and so they actually forgot to clear medications for me for the first night I was there so I literally had to overnight sleep through the pain and so it was no type of medicine given to me I was literally just feeling everything that had came to me and uh it was this um it was this young black man that was in the same room as me and uh, we got to talking about situations and he talked about how he just got uh, stabbed being in a fight. And mm. I sort of started to talk to him about, you know, the life that he could be living to where he could avoid things like that. Uh, but, you know, Allah was just showing me that regardless of what you are feeling at the time, that he was going to pull me through it anyway. Mm. Uh, and so the next morning... Um, they were able to get 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 me that uh, those medications and things of that nature. But you know, I'm diabetic, and they did a a, a pretty poor job of managing managing my blood sugars and uh, things of that nature. Uh, and at one point, they had me in the wrong section of the hospital, so I was oh, wondering gosh. why care wasn't coming quick enough. And they they're just to be honest, healthcare is is a very lazy category down here mm. uh, in Miami. Um, and personally caring for people, because everybody has something going on, it's overly populated. And so they were wondering, you know, like why you're here. And so they moved me into another room and they made a mistake and even moving me into that room because I was in a room with somebody, as I was trying to rest up, I was in a room with somebody that had dementia and kept peeing on himself in the middle of the night. 
and the oh doctors have to kept constantly coming in and attaching this thing to where it wouldn't allow you know to where it's not so easy for him to uh urinate on himself you know but he kept taking it out and wondering where he was in the middle of the night and so as i'm mentioning that to them uh you know um the the diabetic team as they came in they were sort of wondering like why are you in this room you know mm -hmm. um and eventually they got me into the right section where i was able to get quicker care but it was a process of literally learning how to walk again mm. because with with the skin being gone uh my the nerves and the nerve pain wasn't absorbed by anything so i could literally feel like the movement of blood and everything going through mm. my legs and every time i would sit up it would be like uh just one of the worst pains you could possibly imagine and i would have to work my legs sort of before i got to walking it was hard to even walk to the bathroom yes. you know uh and so i had to literally relearn what that meant to be able to get up on my own and uh they put me through uh you know physical therapy and things of that nature uh but it was just one of those situations to where i had to really pray to allah and i know that's what he wanted me to do um and as i as a couple of days i think i was in the, the hospital for about 14 days maybe mm -hmm. two weeks um and through that uh it was just a situation in which my face was healing i didn't know how, exactly how it was gonna heal um but as i started to see i'm like okay well my face is healing and one of the doctors said you know what your face is actually gonna come through as fresh skin you're gonna have a new start with skin on your face and i was like wow well that's that's a relief because uh as I was on the boat, I looked at my the reflection of myself on my phone because I just wanted to know, you know, but I had boils on my hands, so it was sort of hard to do so. But once I was actually able to look at myself, I said, oh, my God, like this is this is deep right here. And I was just mm -hmm. hoping that it wouldn't have been uh, something permanent, but I was ready for whatever uh, Allah was ready to give me at that time. But uh, all praise is due to Allah. He brought me through it uh, uh, perfectly. And um you know I, per se i didn't need the doctors to be perfect because our lives perfect yes oh my god soldier you are i keep saying that just like you oh you 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 wow this is right. a beautiful example beautiful example now i do have another question but um i do want to just let my audience know if you guys are enjoying this episode because i am enjoying it <laughs> please 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 show your support by donating today cash app dollar signs healing with angelica to help sustain future episodes just like this i will also leave more info to donate on the screen below i love you all now let's get back to today's episode perseverance with anthony muhammad now anthony when you are talking about just uh, <laughs> the uh, the stressful situation we're having to deal with the hospital mm -hmm. and um, going through the healing process. Right. Um, uh, well, how long, basically, how, how long did the it take? How long did it take for you to like? I say that you was completely healed and. And ready, and then within that content, what was it that kept you being patient? 
mm-hmm. in that process because I believe that you have to have patience with dealing with that and then dealing with the hospital like so yeah how long did it take you to heal and like how how did was you able to maintain such patience Mm -hmm. in that time so it's so the uh uh, for me to heal enough to be able to actually get out of the hospital i believe it took like 16 days um and uh i could you know, I could walk, but I could barely, you know, I, I had to uh, walk with a cane and that was still very painful. As I got home, I just had to just rest and have my feet uh, propped up and my legs propped up um, for less pain. And um, see, and what happened is, you know, the drugs that they give you, they were very strong They were and they were needed. I, I, I could say that it was it, for me to be able to even operate to, to even bear it. It was needed, but then I started to notice that, um, you know, certain certain things in, in combination of drugs may cause even blood clotting and things of that nature. And so once I started to notice, like, a, a pattern with that, I literally, they had given me Oxycontin and I literally uh, disposed of those and just started using extra strength Tylenol. Uh, and then they had this other um, ibuprofen, this strong ibuprofen, and I was like, you know what? I'm not about to get hooked on these. Um, you know, I'm strong enough to be able to use this extra strength Tylenol and be able to get through it. Uh, and through the, through that healing process, um, it was, and when you talk about patience, you know, Allah's way of working that situation is that I had no choice but to be patient. (laughs) <laughs> so that, that, that was his lesson in it like you don't you don't have a choice but to practice patience right now because mm-hmm. you know you, you can't go ahead of the process I'm putting you through and so once I just sat back and realized that I was like you know I'm alive I'm here uh, uh, I got everything that I came into the world with still you know uh, yeah. uh, certain people go through incidences where you know they're not one able to produce children due to what they what they've been through and things mm-hmm. of that nature. And I'm thinking uh, after an explosion like this, that I'm still able to do that. Um, it's an absolute blessing. And I would have to say like, oh man, like it took about maybe about four to five months for me to literally stop feeling that, uh, that kind of pain that was, that was there. Um, but the skin was still very, uh, you know, scar tissue like and tender. And so yeah. I just had to, excuse me, get back into the flow of things. But I was one of them brothers to where, uh, you know, they, this is what they told me <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> they said, uh, Mr. An- uh, Muhammad, you're going to have to be out of the sun for almost probably up to a year. And I just started laughing. I just started laughing. I looked at her. And I said um, to my, I said to her, I said, um, well, we'll see what this melanin's talking about. And she started <laughs> laughing. Uh, I started laughing. I said, I said, I won't be able to do that, but I'll, I'll see what happens. And um, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm a soldier. I got to get back out on that block. And so even at the times where I was only maybe able to give an hour out there, uh, I was back on the block and I didn't give myself any excuses. And brother tony muhammad here in miami had to at times advise me you know uh you know as soon as you start to feel something brother just just take it in and go home 
uh, you know, you're still in this process. And so I use the strongest sunscreen that I can find um, and, and, and use the make sure that I had a hat that would cover the sun. Yeah. Um, and so just in that process, you have to understand that, you know, Allah has plans and, 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 and the doctor has plans, but Allah has better plans. And if you're willing to fight through and make the sacrifices that should be made, um, that he'll allow you to get through it. And mm. so I have to deal with that process and understanding. And now I'm an example of what you can give as a lack of excuse to say that you can't do something or serve this mission in a certain way. Cause then I just bring up, well, you know, were you know, were, were you, were you soldiering with second degree burn still healing on you? Is that a reason why you can't come out or, uh, is that mm. a reason why we're failing in our duty? And so I try to be that kind of example, you know, not to condemn anybody who may uh, be going through a trial uh, period, but to let them know that their trial may not be as hard uh, and that there are others that are going through things way worse. Um, and you should consider that things and stand on the shoulders of those people who persevered as we're talking mm -hmm. about today. And uh, when it came just the perseverance and, you know, you have to find a way not to blame almighty God for doing what he feels is best for you. Yes. You know, and that comes with the faith of a prerequisite faith of knowing that Allah is in your best interest. And I would say that that's sort of what uh, kept, kept me in that patience to know that Allah was in my best interest. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So beautiful. So beautiful. Now, that brings me to my next question. Um, and I and I think in a way you kind of sum, sum it up, but um, in a sense, like, how do one, I'm sorry, how could one uh, believe, I'm sorry, beliefs, I'm sorry, how do you believe, what do you believe causes one to lack perseverance and how could one obtain an attitude of perseverance? Now, I know you spoke on just knowing Allah and knowing he is the best of planners and he is the sustainer. Um, so within that context, would you say that being able to have that relationship with Allah is what keeps one's attitude um, great with perseverance and is a relationship a person has not with the lie is the reason why one may lack perseverance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um if you hold on to the rope of our lie, it's a rope that never breaks. Mm. But if you hold on, if you engulf your mind into what this world will tell you to on how to deal with those type of experiences, you'll come up with a million excuses. Because then if you if you don't see God's uh hand in it you'll start to feel sorry for yourself and think that you were just chosen to be afflicted you know mm. once you once you engulf yourself in what it means to be a victim in that type of thing uh victimizing yourself helps you to create excuses but when you understand that Allah that you've been guided by him and uh you've chosen to serve a mission um at that time I can say that I wasn't on the exact path on unlocking the greatest parts of my mind at that time. You know, I was sort of going through it and sort of still fighting with uh, 
uh, myself and what it means to be my best self. And so Allah was sort of showing me that, you know, consequences to great responsibility for great people is dire if you don't take on the responsibility. And mm -hmm. so today, in today's time, I tell anybody, um, I don't choose to go against Allah's will in any way, shape or form, because I don't want to know what comes next. <laughs> that was that was that was good enough for me right there. You don't got yes. Yeah, God, you, you hit me with hit me with whatever trials you feel is necessary, but I don't want nothing worse than that. So, oh yeah. Uh, so in that, and knowing that, um, and knowing that He got me through that, there's there's not too much in this world that will be able to take me away from keeping my faith in Allah. Because mm -hmm. a lot a lot of people go through that experiences. It's like a selected experience um, that you go through something like that and come out strong. Uh, and so. It just gave me a lot more uh, wisdom and, and it strengthened my willpower to understand that what I may be going through at a time is very minuscule to what I was going through at that time. Uh, but like I said, if you engulf yourself in the enemy's world of victimizing yourself and you don't understand that the black man is God and that you are and that Allah created himself through triple darkness and through doing that, he defeated the impossible then you can get through any situation on earth if he was able to uh, go through the patience of creating himself in eons of time. I couldn't even imagine going through that process right there. Yes. So he he's already the, the the best example we could have is Allah, but through his uh, servant uh, in our midst today, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I look at his trials and see what it means for him to rebuild and uh, rebuild the nation by himself and travel around and uh, you know, I, I didn't have anybody out trying to kill me. That's something that he has to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't, I wasn't out there being, having my name persecuted. That's something that he has to deal with. And he gives so much more than what I could ask to give towards the mission that I pull on, uh, his example, uh, uh, very, very often I pull on the minister's example when that, that pushes me through a lot of things. Yes. Yes, yes. All mm, mm, mm. Oh, praise be to Allah. He is definitely the best example for us. The fact that we can get through anything, mm -hmm. you know, so all praise be to Allah. What yes. advice do you have for someone who is struggling with being persistent in their daily lives when difficulties may seem unbearable? Well, you know, in the scripture, it says after difficulty comes ease. And if you can understand that um, and also pull on the experiences of other people that have been through things, um, you can know that you're not uh, specially selected to go through these things, but it's just for a purpose to benefit you, your character, your willpower. Uh, and I pull on people like uh, Minister Biat Muhammad, who was... Uh, uh, chastised by the police and almost killed um, just for serving the mission of the honorable, uh, most honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, and people uh, who have gone through things to where they have to persevere and be jailed uh, in prison just for going, just for trying to uh, manifest the best in others. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's about being grateful as well for what you have. Um, you, if you're if you're not grateful for what you do have, then you'll you'll resort to feeling sorry for what you're going through. So I have one decision or two decisions. I could either just be grateful for uh, still being alive and being able to 
come on a show like this and, and, and give a testimony uh, of, of what I've been through to help people get through, um, honestly, to help people get through their excuses. I think that mm, a lot, same. even in the music industry, um, I feel like I am a very blessed artist with what I have. And a lot of people have told me, man, just make a song like this or a song like this. I'm sure you, you know, you'll blow up off this. And I go, well, I want to be the example and the lack of excuse in the industry to look other artists in the eyes and have them feel, uh, ask themselves, why did I have to degrade my people to get to this point if Brother Anthony didn't have to do it? Mm. You know, what was he pulling on and what faith did he have to where um, he could put a message that's beneficial to the people uh, and not one that's degrading our women, disrespecting uh, the community and ultimately giving a message that uh, it is really sent by Almighty God to be given to the world because uh, He will make all things new, and that's culturally, uh, mentally, physically. And so we have to understand that. And when we understand that right there, um, I think that it comes with giving yourself a lack of excuse in yourself. Because when you know, when I, when I look back on it, like you say, it's just a, it's just decision based. Mm-hmm. You could have thought like this, or you could have thought like this. But I have beautiful examples through the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and an example of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan uh, that helped me get through those times. Yes, yes, yes. All praise be to Allah. You use, you use the people before you, mm-hmm. their situation as a, I'll say a gateway and motivation to how you should respond if you was to go through this, go through the situations in life or the the situation that you had just went through. So I love that because that's what it is. You know, we have, we have examples. Mm -hmm. We have people who have paid the way for us already. So we wouldn't have to go through these things. Or if we was to go through these things, exactly. How is it that we are supposed to respond um, in going through these situations? So, oh my gosh, I love it. Let's just think about even (laughs) the ancestors you know in the time (laughs) of slavery even Mm -hmm. if they chose to persevere through what they were going through there was no freedom or way that they can free their mind from the chastisement of their open oppressors Mm. so me today i i I could persevere through it and, and go on to accomplish whatever i put my mind to at that time they were uh beaten for no reason you know uh scorned for no reason and taken from their land uh, put on ships, um, uh, fed the worst of foods and forced to become uh, like the beast of the field. And so mm-hmm. when I think about what they went through and persevered, if Allah brought us, us as a people through that time to be as beautiful as we are today, then, you know, there must be an ordainment for a struggle like what I went through. Exactly, exactly. I always think about just what our ancestors had to endure, man. They really mm-hmm. paid the way for us to just do what we can do now and not even have to I mean even though we're still being afflicted in regards to being in the world of our enemies however just the things that our ancestor had had to go through and like you said like not having any reason as to why they're getting beat beat up killed you know Mm -hmm dismembered all of that no reason Mm -hmm. you know that should be enough for us to be like you know what we have to we have to 
show our love to our ancestors because they literally paid the way for us so that's right all praise be to Allah and thank you thank you so much for joining me today oh my goodness okay looked like here my guest had to click out but it is fine I want to thank Anthony for joining me today to discuss in this amazing topic perseverance I would also like to thank my amazing audience and healing tribe for joining us today I pray this episode was informative, valuable, and healing to you all. Also, be sure to give us your feedback, share, and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast stations, Closing the Gap Broadcast Network on Facebook and YouTube, and or on my Facebook or YouTube channel, Healing with Angelica, so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes um, just like this, and we can continue to spread the healing to those that are in need of it. Also, if you are ready to start your healing journey, I am offering a one-hour discovery call with a copy of my ebook, Heal Yourself for Free. More information to donate will be in today's show notes, including information for today's amazing guest, Anthony Muhammad. And it looks like we got him back on here before we end, so give this a moment. Brother. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) the wrong button i was trying to uh activate my do not disturb and end up uh uh out of the whole thing that's crazy but no you uh for even having the the heart and mind to be able to produce a podcast like this um to where people could get their testimony and understand that uh healing is a process and it's not just um just hand it to you uh it may come with even more trials through your healing but when you get through it you could you can be able to give a testimony that will heal others and so uh i thank you for letting allah use you to be able to come on this closing the gap um uh platform and for everybody involved with the closing the gap platform i want to thank y'all uh, for staying so consistent on this platform and educating our people in different ways so uh, i just want to thank you for inviting me on the show Yes, yes, yes. All praise be to Allah. Again, I thank you so much for even, you know, allowing me to to have you on here, you being vulnerable enough to share your story and allowing us to embrace your journey of healing and seeing what Allah God had allowed you to get through and look how you are now. Like, it's so beautiful to see. All praises be to Allah. <laughs> now, before we end today's show, do you have any closing remarks for our audience today? Uh, just know that through this and, and persevering uh, through anything, that you have an example to push through or you have an, uh, uh, or an option to push through or an option to give yourself an excuse. And um, the, ex- the thing that takes away that excuse is that the main point that Allah created himself in triple darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to... Uh, push himself through the triple darkness of his own mind to become the light of the world and so through that uh anytime that you go through a dark time and you persevere through it you are just producing more light within yourself mm. uh, we was made in the image and likeness of god um we really don't have an excuse to give ourselves because god has given us all the solutions and i mean if we choose to submit to the teachings of the most honorable elijah muhammad you will have a solution for every problem that you're going through yes. and so you know, uh, this world will, will produce excuses for you. So try to bring yourself out of that world of excuses and into the uh, the mind and, and overcome your emotions into the thinking of Almighty God. 
Yes, yes, yes. Woo! I love that. You ended it off so beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for joining me today. Also, thank you, my amazing healing tribe, for joining us as well. And we'll leave you all as we came. Assalamu alaikum. Peace, healing, and light. Assalamu alaikum, family. <laughs>